Yo, what up fam? Welcome back to the local podcast. This is episode 35. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Jordan Hauser Digital. That is my video company here in Greensburg, Pennsylvania. If you and your company are in need of some video marketing content, you can check out greensburgvideo.com. There's a bunch of content up there for you guys to check out. And if you want to make a video with me, go ahead and hit that contact bar and shoot me a message. We'll plan something out and get you rolling. So check out greensburgvideo.com for all of your video and photography marketing needs. Or if you'd like to sponsor an episode of this very podcast, you can do so by reaching out to me at the local724.com and just head over to the contact page and fill out that form. So if you think your business is a good fit for the listeners of this show, go ahead and reach out at the local724.com. Today in studio, we have Nicole Cribs and Aaron Panagal of Virtus Barbell. Even guys who know nothing about fitness and don't go to the gym know what the place is. It's a wildly popular business here in Greensburg. Help me welcome Aaron and Nicole. Welcome to the local 724 podcast in three, two, one. So I know that we reached out and we talked a little bit uh, before COVID. We were talking a little bit about getting you guys on the show and then all of a sudden we, we hit the, the wall. So... I just wanted to have you guys in, talk about the gym. I mean, it's a wildly popular business around here, so that's awesome. I wanted to have you guys in here to talk about that and kind of get the story about how you guys got into this. So if you guys want to go there and just tell me a little bit about the gym, and then we'll talk history and stuff. Absolutely. So we operate a 24-hour fitness facility in Greensburg, Virtus Barbell. Um, we've been there since well, the end of 2012, beginning of 2013. We started off with uh, 2,000 square feet of training space uh, and a dream to have something bigger, and it happened much quicker than we thought. We started with 2,000 square feet, went to 4,000 square feet, took the whole building, uh, remodeled in 2015, um, added a supplement shop, uh, chiropractic space, massage therapy, personal training, uh, physical therapy, and everything under one roof. So that's how we kind of... Got to where we are today. <laughs> <laughs> that is a ton of ton of it. It's right been there. busy. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, that the growth happened like so fast. That's awesome. That I mean, there was like obviously a big need for, for something like this in town. So one thing that was nice is that we had a whole bunch of people that wanted to kind of be in business for themselves. So our space kind of provides um, people that want to run their own businesses an opportunity to do that. All of our Personal trainers are independent contractors. Uh, massage therapy is an independent business that, you know, operates out of our facility. Um, chiropractic, you know, Jason Sweeney, he works with us, and he has his own office in town, but he does, like, spotlight hours in our facility, so he really mm. services the needs of our members as well. Um, and we keep adding more and more people that are interested in kind of that dynamic. They can do their own thing, but they have a space to operate in, and it really kind of helps us be very versatile and um, give people an opportunity to grow their own businesses too. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty awesome. I, I checked out your website over the last like couple of weeks and stuff, and you guys have a really big team. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of people involved. It's really awesome. We I mean, have like, a few more coming too. Oh, so really? we, we always are trying to move and uh, try and give other people some opportunities as well. So we'll be adding to the team shortly here. So that's exciting for us. That's pretty sweet. That's awesome. So how did you guys like get into this? When did you decide that fitness was going to be, you know, the path you took? Um, so 
From the beginning, um, I was an athlete in high school, an athlete in college. Mm-hmm. Um, after college, I got into sales and did a little bit of working out on my own. Um, opened a restaurant, which you used to be a fan of, yep. along with everybody else, probably. Uh, Mr. Bones. and like then five day a weeker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, between beer and food, how could you not? Right, yeah. Um, so uh, from there, uh, actually, I met Nicole at the aerobic center right downtown. Okay. Yeah. And we started there just lifting weights and uh, met with some friends and I kind of saw that there was a need for space to actually train. You know, there's plenty of gyms. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your, your Globo gyms and your, your regular workout facilities, but there really wasn't a, a space to actually train. And there's a whole lot of people out there that they're training for something yeah. uh, and they needed a place to go, a home. Uh, kind of refer to us as like the island of misfit toys. Yeah. We <laughs> absorb everyone from everywhere. And so whether it's a CrossFitter or powerlifter, Olympic lifter, or just help my grandma works out there, you know, she, awesome. <laughs> she needed a place to train uh, at 80 some years old. Yeah. So uh, there's a need and we kind of started, I mean, it was an idealistic idea. Like, Hey, let's put everything under one roof. Let's Mm -hmm. get real like professional caliber training and make it available to everybody at a cost that they could actually do. You know, not everyone's an NFL player that has unlimited money and resources. So we said, can we do this for people um, on an everyday budget? And that was the goal. And it worked. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Obviously it's working. Yeah. <laughs> and then once uh, I kind of came into the picture, just started doing just basic clerical stuff at first, making sure mm-hmm. everything ran smoothly, you know, the details that sometimes people miss. Dude, that's important. Um, yeah. It's so important. <laughs> I kind of said, we can expand this. They're kind of like the gap between people building these healthy habits as adults has been missed for so long. And it starts with kids. So we started incorporating uh, younger programs like the student athlete program is a great one uh, and then as they get younger they stay into like sections so power kids um, basic movement patterns stuff like that power mm-hmm. tots our youngest groups so are the youngest ones too they come in they just learn how to play but they're in that same environment that the big power lifter guys in or the crossfitter or the grandma or somebody's mom and yeah. they get used to being in that environment that it's not you know, oh, I'm scared to go into this gym because it yeah. looks like this. They've been there since they were two, and they play all the time. So it's, you know, they kind of graduate through the programs, mm-hmm. and then by the time they're 18 and can join the gym, they're used to being there, and they've already built those good habits. That's awesome. That's a really cool thought just to, like, you know, have kids, like, be comfortable, and it's it normally is an intimidating environment, mm-hmm. you know, but to have – you know, kids being comfortable in that and then, you know, graduating on to kind of thinking like, oh, hey, you know, this is awesome. They get to know like the older people there mm-hmm. and, you know, so you're welcome from the time you're a kid. That's yeah. really awesome. That's a really neat thing. Like the the power. So there, there's the power tots and right. power kids. Right. So what do you have the power kids doing? Power kids, they start learning like the basic you're making sure they're doing their basic movement patterns correctly. A lot of times those develop as you play Mm -hmm. um, and going outside and going to the playground and jumping around. Those kinds of things have sort of gone by the wayside a little bit. So even something as simple as jumping rope, that's really the basics. That's where we start. And then we have all kids size 
the same size grown-up size stuff we have. So kids' bars that look just like a regular barbell but only weigh five pounds. So we start awesome. going through those basic movements. Those are the ones I would need. Right. So <laughs> you know what? I have grown-ups that use those too. But um, it teaches them the basics so they get used to those movement patterns. Mm-hmm. So let's say like in 10 years from now when they are in a high school sport and they go into a weight room and their coach wants them to – squat or bench or something like that, they already have those patterns in, in the good form and the basic mechanics down. It's not just like a sink or swim and they're not – because it can be a very unsafe thing if you're not careful. Yeah, for sure. So we make sure um, – we don't do any membership for anybody under 18. We have programs set up with times that the kids are always supervised, whether you're from 2 to 17, mm-hmm. you're always there with somebody that's making sure you're safe. That's awesome. It's yeah. really cool. The The important thing is we don't want a kid's first experience in the gym to be high school. Like you and I, we were in yeah. high school. You start a sport. They just throw you in the gym and say, hey, yeah. here you go. Lift weights. <laughs> right, yeah. And uh, you don't know what the hell to do. And someone may be teaching you that also doesn't know what to do. Uh, mm-hmm. So we want people to get an early exposure. And so when one of our kids goes to their you know high school whatever program, they get thrown into the weight room. They have a lot of experience. They know yeah. how to do things right. Um, unfortunately, they may know more than the person teaching them mm-hmm. uh, at the high school level, which is it's sad and it, it shouldn't happen, but it does. Yeah. So we want kids to be prepared and know what to do and and also help their performance. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I saw like you guys have, I was rolling through your Instagram and stuff and you guys have like all kinds of huge power lifter guys that come in and stuff yeah. like, are those and girls and, and girls? My bad. (laughs) You guys, like, so when these people come in, like, do you guys have, like, big special events for these? Or are these people, like, local to the area? Or what's up? It just depends. So we have a lot of people in our gym that lift that Mm -hmm. way. Um, And then we do a few events a year. Our big one at Christmas time is a charity-based meet. Um, We donate the money back to Greensburg's FOP um, for a program that we set up that does – um, outreach for local youth in Greensburg's community. Mm-hmm. Um, so the powerlifting meets, people come from all over for that. Powerlifters love to lift weights to give away money. Yeah. I don't know what, <laughs> it's a thing. It's grown every year. Um, and then that program goes back into our community. So that was something that was really important to us. We're always looking for stuff to do to give, make sure it goes back into the city, back into our yeah. community, service the needs of people in our community. I love a project, so I'm That's always good. down to like collaborate with other businesses or entities that are trying to do the same thing we are. Yeah. That's really awesome. I mean, it just like it seems that you guys are are very, you know, just like I said, well known throughout the area. Everybody is always, you know, talking about you guys and stuff and and I see that you guys are always involved with projects. So that's awesome. Um like I guess whenever you guys like started to open the gym you started with this 2,000 square feet what uh what was your goal at that point like what was your beginning goals at that point um really it was just to pay for the space yeah (laughs) we wanted we wanted a space to work out we wanted a space to train and we said okay um how many members do we need to have to keep this place open Mm -hmm. and it was 30 that was the goal let's get 30 members let's get 30 people down here who want to train and uh, have a space that's their own, um, a space they can do things they, they want to do and not get yelled at for using chalk or dropping weights somewhere. Right. And um, it quickly changed from 30 people to, oh, God, we need more space. 
Um, because that's it, awesome. I mean, we knew there was a need out there, mm-hmm. um, but we didn't realize like that so many people were looking for a home. Um, and then probably after the first about year, um, we welcomed some people into our gym that were powerlifters. And I had always known about powerlifting. It wasn't something I really did. Yeah. I just kind of lifted weights to lift weights. And we welcomed some powerlifters in. Uh, Cole Dwork and his bench crew came in on Sunday mornings. And they started teaching us about some powerlifting stuff. And I was like, that's pretty cool. I like that. Um, could we add more of your stuff to our gym? And we started adding more of their things. And and then we absorbed more powerlifters. And then we started getting CrossFitters. And, and it kind of just started that organic growth of everyone looking for a home, uh, which started off as a 30-person home. Yeah. And <laughs> Just really, it was just to serve our needs. Like we said, right. hey, let's open a gym because I, I want a gym to go train at. That's and awesome. So where are you guys at now, membership-wise? Uh, we have a rate around 300. Holy anywhere shit. Anywhere between 250 and 300. It's kind of up and down. Yeah. Um, obviously, COVID kind of kicked it in the right, ass. Yeah. But, you know, who didn't it kick? Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, we're kind of back to normal-ish um, as far as members. But we don't want to grow too big. I mean, right. obviously, yeah, I'd love to have 2,000 people in our gym. But the goal is to keep it small, mm-hmm. to keep it focused on the goals we have always had. Um, and the original goal wasn't let's make money. Right. The original goal was let's have a home for everyone. And so we kind of don't want to grow too much bigger. You yeah. know, we want to keep it, you know, it's not like an exclusive invite-only place, but we want to keep it around that 300 mark so everyone has their space and can do their own stuff and it's not your packed in their elbow to elbow next to people who aren't there for the same reason. Right. Dude, that's awesome. That's a hell of an increase. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. Yeah. That's so neat. So like, I guess being 24 hours, do you guys have somebody that works there all like shift, like shift work or no, we have members just go in. Correct. We have, we have regular staffed hours. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we have pretty much overnight hours from eight o'clock on where it's unstaffed. Okay. Uh, Members get a key code. And obviously we have security and, you know, cameras mm-hmm. and those sort of things to make sure everything's normal and runs like it should. But really, um, when we invite people in to give them a home, they kind of treat it like their home, which is nice. Yeah. Um, they're not as clean as they always should be as, as far as putting stuff away. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's, you know, Hey, I'll leave a barbell out here and there, but they do take really good care of the place, uh, and they police it. So it's not like, Hey, I'm gonna open the door and let 10 of my friends in right. um, because there's someone there who's that's their home. And they're like, uh, Hey, you guys aren't members here. What are you doing? So right. uh, we don't really have to staff it overnight. And it's not like it's super, super busy overnight. You have guys who have do, they do shift work, whether police officers or factory workers, and they come mm-hmm. in, they work weird shifts. So, I mean, in the evenings, you might have two or three people there at two o'clock in the morning. That's wild. That's awesome. I mean, that's really good that it serves that type of person that does work like off hours and things, because I mean, you know, that's gotta be tough yeah. to, get off of work and like try and find a gym that's open and things like that. So that's pretty sweet. That's awesome. So as far as like the other things that are offered at your gym, I know that you guys are doing the supplement shop and uh, like meals, things like that. So the supplement shop was kind of like a, it was born out of a means to an end. We had Mm -hmm. been subletting that spot to um, a guy that runs TGB supplements in Uniontown. Um, we got hooked up with him with a, by a friend um, that's a state trooper in that area. And he said, this guy's great. So we rented a space to him, but he ended up getting so busy his own way that traveling back and forth just wasn't yeah. going to be an option anymore. So we were, were going to have this big empty space and we can't 
have this empty space. So we were like, okay, just stay for a little while longer and teach us mm-hmm. how to do this. And he was great. He helped us immensely. So that's kind of how we got started. And, and as that's grown and got busier, I keep looking for stuff to put in there that's a little bit different. And the meals are a great way to do that. People are always looking for like a quick, something healthy. And the meals we have come frozen to us. They're you know, ordered on a certain, uh, on a Sunday, they cook them, flash freeze them, and they're to us in two days after that. And mm-hmm. then you can buy one, you can buy 10, but you don't have to worry about having 30 of them shipped to your house and worry, right, yeah. like, what am I going to do with this? Or how am I going to eat these all the, all week long? Right. So, and then, and then it always changes. So it's nice to have a variety. That's awesome. Yeah. It's like with all the meal uh, you know, shipping mm-hmm. companies and all that stuff that's like out there right now. It's really cool that a you're doing it local, and you know if somebody needs something or feels like hey, you know I'm gonna have like a busy, you know four days coming up or something like that. I'm gonna run down there and just grab some meals. I think that's like really awesome because like you can't just like snap your fingers and get those things from one of those services. Yeah, so right. it's really cool that you guys are filling that need as well. And um. Talk to me about like uh, hands-on moxie and stuff. Like, ah, uh, yes, the massage yeah. therapy business. So, um, a couple uh, last year, what it would have been two years ago, massage therapy was something that was always asked about in the gym, and we didn't really have anybody to refer to, or like people were busy, so there wasn't somebody that was steadily working. And you know, we had things kind of like down to a science at the gym. So I said to Aaron, "What if I want to go, go back to school? Mm-hmm. I'll I'll just I'll do it myself. I'll figure it out." And well, he covered everything so that I could do that. Nice. So uh, October, it'll be a year since I've been done, and I put hands on Moxie in the gym. It's busy, and uh, it's very busy. Service our members, and we're starting to get more people in the community coming in, finding it. And I happen to fall into this crazy opportunity that I get to work with uh, guys that play for the Steelers on a regular basis. So kind uh-huh. of that sports um, sports-based injury prevention, mm-hmm. injury rehabilitation is kind of like a niche that I fell into. So I'm starting to see more people that are seeking out something specific. It's it's not, you know, a spa experience. It, it's it's fulfilling a, I need, I need this worked on. I need something corrected here. Mm-hmm. Something's not moving the right way. And I've, I figure out how to help through massage. That's awesome. Yeah, That's she the, really the, cool. the stumbled upon was like uh, she didn't stumble upon it. She's phenomenally <laughs> talented, and so that led her to the professionals. Yeah, um, so they don't take people who suck to the professionals, right? And so she, she yeah, well, it is what it is. <laughs> um, she started working on me like early on in, in schooling, and I was like, wow, you're pretty good. This is really good, mm-hmm. um, especially for a student. Um, and then as she progressed through school, it's like, wow, you're really good at this. That was kind of like. Didn't know you had the talent, you know, found the calling and then um, got in with the professionals. And then the great thing is you and I can go schedule a massage with the person who works with the pros, get that level of care and yeah. not have to pay the pro price, which is really nice. That's pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> Super nice. <laughs> it's convenient. Yeah. So do those guys come to you? Do you go to them? I travel. You travel? Yeah. Okay. So I spent a lot of time in the city during the season. Yeah. So that'll be That's picking up. Awesome. That'll be picking up here. Let's hope. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Fingers crossed. Right. So, I mean, come March, we all kind of hit that wall. Um, what uh, What kind of happened to your business at that point? 
Um, it was. Was it like a screeching halt? Was it? It was a screeching halt, and it was. Stop. It was like I said to her and a number of other people. Um, the weirdest day I've ever lived through was September twelfth, two thousand one. Right. Um, Because September 11th was like shock and awe, the craziest thing you've ever seen and just unbelievable horror on television. Yeah. Um, The next day was just really odd because you were waiting for something bad to happen. Mm -hmm. And it kind of felt like that for a while. And then um, fast forward to this March and all of a sudden it was like, hey, put the brakes on. Stop everything. There's something bad coming. And I remember sitting with her. I was like, I don't don't know what we should do. I don't know what to do here. Yeah. Obviously, you have to do the right thing and the Mm -hmm. thing that uh, is positive for most people. Like, yeah, hey, I wanted to stay open. I wanted to keep making money, obviously, but that's not really the best goal for everyone. Yeah. So on, uh, was it the 16th when the governor came out and said, hey, we should probably shut down? We said, okay, then we're going to shut down. So we shut the gym down. Uh, We kept the supplement shop open by appointment only because doing the meals, um, we weren't I guess technically supposed to be open or whatever the legality was, we were applying for a waiver for the supplement shop, but we supply a lot of nurses, police officers, EMS people with food. Mm -hmm. Um, They obviously they work crazy hours and crazy shifts. They don't have time to meal prep and cook. So a lot of them do take advantage of the meal prep service. And so we kept that open for them to come pick up meals. Um, But it was just, Hey, put the brakes on. Let's stop. And then we spent the first three weeks applying for every disaster loan, call the insurance company, what do we do, call the bank. Um, And then beyond that, uh, after about two weeks of sitting on our hands, just wondering what the heck was going to happen, we said, okay, you know what, we're here. Let's fix stuff at the gym. Mm -hmm. And we started doing, uh, essentially, what started as fixing one room, um, just moving a wall in a storage room. It snowballed into fixing every nook and cranny. And we spent 80 days just renovating. Wow. There were days that I thought like, oh, we're never going to get this done. If they tell us we can reopen, this isn't going to be finished. But But we did. We got it done. And it gave us something to do. Because if we had to sit idle for 80 days, I I don't know what I would have. I would have just gone crazy. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean... It's really hard. I mean, it's, I, I guess it's just like everybody that was like sitting at home, mm-hmm. you know, like everyone started a project around yeah. their house. Yeah. Uh, we put in a pool and a patio and all, like all this <laughs> stuff. And we're just like, I don't know what else to do. You know, I mean, we had vacations scheduled. Couldn't go on those. Like we had a cruise that we were supposed to go on. That was like, yeah. hell no, let's not do that. So it was like, you know, let's bring, you know, fun things to, to us instead of going to there. So. Yeah. You just try to think of things like, how do you, like most business owners, how do you stay relevant when you can't mm-hmm. really do anything? So we, I tried to come up with like fun stuff on Instagram. We reached out to the police. We had a kids event. Yeah. Um, yeah, so drive through. We had a drive through kids event, lots of local businesses and even some big businesses donated stuff to just like put in a bag, just fun things, coloring books and stuff like that, just to hand out. And yeah. it gave us something to do that was, you know, positive give someone gave everybody something to do for a day it was just stuff like that that was the biggest issue because you know you can't do takeout exercise like i think gyms got hit real hard in the beginning but Mm -hmm. we are at least back to you know a little bit more normal that we can function like there are lots of people that are still getting hit really hard right now that that it's you know it's terrible yeah yeah i mean it took a lot longer for gyms to open than, yeah. you know, a lot of other things and stuff. So that was like, 
it was real tough. I mean, like, I'm sure that you guys were probably thinking, like, hey, can we do this outside? Can we do mm-hmm. this? Can we do that? And, like, you know, whatever the whatever the rules stated at that point, you know, I have no idea for a gym or anything. But, like, you know, I, I did get to see uh, a mutual friend of ours, Jake Shawley. Yeah. Um, you know, he was doing what he could, you know, out there. And working like, out I, outside. <laughs> yeah, I would see him, like, you know, on Instagram yeah. and stuff. And it was just, like... You know, I felt bad because, like, I know that that is something that, like, he loves to do. And I was just like, man, this, like, this really sucks for everybody. It was was something that a lot of people love to do. And it's something that gives a lot of people that kind of, like, mental break in their Mm -hmm. day or that mental release that they need. And there were a lot of people struggling whenever they just, you know, were so out of their routine or couldn't find what they needed. It was was hard because you felt bad. Please open. Yeah. I can't. What kind of restrictions are you guys going through, like, still currently? We're, is there... we're really lucky. Like mm-hmm. I said, we keep our membership small, and our building is really big. Yeah. So, I mean, we do have an occupancy restriction, but the beauty is our building can handle way, way more people than we actually put in there anyways. So, on a day-to-day basis, we're never even close to our occupancy restriction, including this, which yeah. is nice. That's um, awesome. We're always, I like to say, we're the cleanest gym around. There's no mm-hmm. one cleaner than us. Um, and we, mainly cause I'm crazy about it. Yeah. And, and it's <laughs> just good. Well, it's what you do when you have nice things, you know, right, yeah. um, you keep them clean, you keep them well-maintained. And we went from being the cleanest gym to being the cleanest, cleanest gym. So we had to kind of change our cleaning protocols, change our cleaning routines, really mm-hmm. uh, our time periods. And then, um, having a nice membership as far as like people who respect the place, we said, Hey, we need you guys to clean more. And uh, I've had a number of people in the gym who were members elsewhere and they've been to gyms all over the place. And they say, I've never seen people clean this much. And uh, they've been members of other places and they're like, um, those places don't clean this much now. Mm-hmm. So what we tell our members is like, Hey, please clean your equipment before and after you use it. Um, and then we clean it on top of that. So um, we go through a lot of paper towels yeah. and a whole lot of cleaning <laughs> materials. A lot of paper. Yeah. Uh, we actually go through so many more paper towels now that we had to add an extra pickup day to our trash. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not the greatest for the environment, but there's no other way to clean stuff other than with. Right. Yeah. I mean, paper. that's it's great that you guys are like doing that because I know, you know, if there's any kind of fear from anybody about cleanliness and things like that, to go overboard on it is yeah. definitely the best thing you can do. I mean, like. I don't know if you can smell in the air right now. I saw this whole place before you guys yeah. got in. It just is, you know, I have this goofy plexiglass thing set up. I don't know. Like, it just seemed like it was something that I had to do right. to get back to normal. I yeah. was doing the show from my house. It wasn't working out the way that I wanted it to. I couldn't see people right. and talk face to face. And it was just like really fucking with me. I was yeah. like, I can't do this. So to get back was awesome. So, you know, everybody has to, you know, Go above and beyond at do. this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, the the phrase survive in advance. That's exactly what it is. Right. We, we survived. Uh, you got through one of the hardest parts. Mm-hmm. And so you don't do the minimum um, because everyone can do the minimum. So you got to go above and beyond and do something different. Yeah. Show people that your place is a, is a place they want to be. Because, um, I mean, there are other gyms that, oh, they're plenty of space. They're clean enough. And it's like, are they really clean enough? How many times do you see them cleaning? What right. what are their members doing? Are the members really invested in keeping a place nice? And that was one of the really awesome things to see is um, our membership, 
they there were some people who had to put some stuff on hold and you know obviously for financial reasons but there are a whole lot of our members that said hey um, please keep billing us bill me more if you have to we want a place to come back to yeah and so those type of people will, will go above and beyond with you which is really nice and That's it's awesome. not even a matter of like keep it nice at, at this point. It's keep it open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And keep it safe. Yeah. yeah. That's really awesome. So, do you guys have like, you know, as far as we heard the age range, we mm-hmm. go from tots to your grandma. What about like guys to girls, like ratio and stuff like that? Like, do we have like just tons and tons there of. There are times during the day that people come in and say, like, oh, I don't know if I can lift her. Mainly girls. And I'll say, you guys got to come back at a different time because. There are lots of times there are way more girls in that place yeah. than guys. Yeah. And that's the thing you, um, it's about exposing them early. So mm-hmm. if you look at some of my athlete groups, yeah, I have a lot of high school boys and college guys that are in their training. Yeah. Um, but you can come in there sometimes where uh, I have a group of six girls and two guys. Yeah. And so they're being exposed very early to being in the gym. And so that, like she said, they're not intimidated mm-hmm. like, when they are going to go look at a gym later in life. And then, um, you know, it's not just, yeah, we have a lot of free weights and it's a lot of strong people. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of strong women. And that's one of the awesome things about, you know, strength training and fitness now is it's it's popular all across the board. It yeah. is a huge female component. Um, it's not just oh, the gym is for the guys and this is where the guys go and the girls need to go in the, in the cardio room over there. That's, right. why, that's why we don't have a cardio room. Yeah. You know, everything's all under one space because you want to kind of build that team atmosphere. Everyone Mm -hmm. belongs, which is nice. Yeah. That's really neat. Do you guys see like a difference between, you know, like CrossFit and powerlifting and things like that? Like, do you guys see like a certain gender running to, to each one? No, what's kind of nice is that with it being under one roof, Mm -hmm. um, everybody that kind of followed one type of exercise, I guess would, um, they're starting to, kind of say, oh, that that looks fun. Yeah. This could actually help me in this. And and that's the thing is that cross training really has a lot of carryover. There are things in powerlifting that will help you in CrossFit, and there are okay. things in CrossFit that are going to help you in powerlifting, whether it's, you know, your flexibility, mobility, all those kind of things. And there are um, things just in regular exercise, just, you know, somebody that wants to just get moving. Mm-hmm. There, everybody there – you know, when you come in and you say, I want to I kind of do my own, whether it's your personal training business or whatever, rule number one, we work with everyone. Your job is to figure out how to work with everyone. That's that's the first thing. There's not there's not a we only have this type of person in here. It's, it's everyone because everyone needs to move. Everyone needs to work out. And that looks different for every person. Yeah. So that's why whether you're, if you might be on the same level as one of the power tots and that's fine. Everybody starts somewhere and our job is to start there with you and get you to where you want to go. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really neat. I know my wife uh, emailed you. Oh yeah. I was talking to her today. Yesterday or today. Yeah. Yeah. She just told me before she left for work. And uh, I was like, oh, great. I'll bring that up. (laughs) But yes, I mean, like, so you guys definitely have training. Um, You have people that will help people, you know, and and train, you know, not only, I guess, form and stuff, but, you know, there's people out there, myself included, that would need like motivation. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, hey, look, you got to do this. You got to do this. This is your goal. This is what you have to do to get there. Yeah, that's the that's the main goal is yeah. to have everybody motivated enough to work together and say like, all right, you, you can't figure this out today. We'll get it tomorrow or the next day. You just got to keep working. Things don't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. 
one step at a time. The nice thing about the trainers that we have there, they're not just our, they're not our employees at all. Mm-hmm. We don't just bring people in to be trainers. Um, we align ourselves with people who are running their training business. And typically those people, um, they have a higher education level. They're not just, uh, you know, certified through whatever company they're working for, which I don't think is much of a certification anyways. I don't want to knock that, but um, a lot of our people, masters in exercise science, um, CSCS, which is like gold standard for strength and conditioning, mm-hmm. um, they have they carry a higher level of education. So when you come to the person, whatever you want to do, whether it's like, hey, I, I want to be a power lifter, I'm, I want I like this, I want to try it, or hey, I need to get moving, I need to lose some weight. Um, they're adept enough to know how to get a program ready for you, get you to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not just following some clipboard or flip through of this is what I was told you should do. Right. Um, they, they know what they need to do. So it was all customized to, yeah. you know, the individual and right. And sometimes when you go to uh, into bigger places, if you sign up for personal training, you're not always with the same person. You're with mm-hmm. whoever's working that day. Um, and with everybody kind of owning their own personal training business, you are always with, the same person, unless, you know, something, I got to go on vacation, somebody right, covers yeah. you while I'm gone. But they really get to know who they're working with, really get to know their need. And that makes a huge difference because you're not just, oh, the person I'm training today, you're my client. Right. Yeah. I mean, that seems important to me. Mm-hmm. I guess just like, you know, being a local guy and stuff like that, like I really look to, uh, you know, an individual for their expertise and things like that. Um, so to be able to go see the same person all the time and have that same, um, you know, candor back and forth with each other and things, I think is, it's very important. Like you carry on like a friendship, you get to trust people and, and things like that. It's, it would be weird, I think, to like train with somebody and then have some random person that's like, okay, well, what did you have? What did, what, what did yeah. you do last week? Right. And okay, that's- let's do more of that. Or something, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not your job to remember. If you're coming right, yeah. to somebody for guidance, yeah, that's awesome. Should know. Yeah, I like that. And to have somebody invested into what you want to do, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, um, you know, if someone comes to work with me, like you said, you develop a friendship, some camaraderie. Yeah, you know how to push them. You know what they're looking for. But like, I want you to do better. Mm-hmm. Like, not because you're paying me. It's because my name's attached to you. Sure. Like, if you don't do better, and you go tell people you didn't do better, now I look bad. Right. On all fronts, whether you're an athlete or just someone coming in for general fitness, um, you're my best piece of marketing. I want you to do a whole lot better. And so you tell everyone you did a whole lot better. You know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not just here for a check. You know, like, right. unfortunately, you go to some places and those people, it's just they're there for their 12 bucks an hour or whatever they're getting paid. Mm-hmm. And they and you get $12 an hour worth of worth of training. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. So what do you guys see, I guess, is like the future of the gym? I mean, I know you guys said you don't really want to expand the membership too much, mm-hmm. but do you guys have, uh, you know, ideas for the future now that we hit this this level of like, whoa, anything can happen at any time, you know, how do we how do we go past and make sure this doesn't happen again? Um, I think the future is us and, and businesses like us because we can, we're light on our feet. You can adapt. You can move quickly. You can change things. You can uphold certain standards. You know, mm-hmm. um, the boutique style gym, which that's what we are. We're a niche. Right. Um, we can do things that no one else can, and th- and I think that's the future is us and people like us who are doing it for the right reasons. 
and it's not to become a millionaire and it's not to uh, jam as many people in your gym as you want and then hope no one shows up. That's mm-hmm. the old model of fitness. And it's what happens at the big box and the Globo gyms is we want to sign up as many people as we can. And we hope none of you ever come. Yeah. We never want to see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we hope you pay for 24 months and uh, pay for 24 more after that. And, and then keep paying in perpetuity. Right. Yeah. Um, and so on our end, on the, on the boutique and the niche side, it's um, we want you to come all the time <clears throat> because you're part of our team. We're part of your team. And we can handle what needs to happen. So, I mean, say, you know, the world goes to hell again. And it's like, hey, we got to train outside. We'll figure a way to train outside. Yeah. We'll make it happen. We're small enough. We can make we can make that work. And we got a big parking lot. We got a big parking yeah. lot. You know, Huge parking lot. <laughs> we, we, we can do the things that other places can't do. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to pick on the Globo Big Box Gym. But when you have 5,000 members and really only truly have capacity for maybe 10% of them, um, what happens when more of them want to come? Right. Yeah. You know, do you have to schedule times and the policies of how, how do you space equipment apart from each other? And, and it becomes really difficult for the big guys and I don't feel bad for them. Yeah. It's there. They created the model and mm-hmm. sometimes you, you know, live by the sword, you die by the sword and that's what's going to happen. I think the small guys are going to, in all business are going to kind of see a little bit of a growth, yeah. a focus on them, not just because we're local and you want to help local people, but that we can actually provide the service that you're looking for. Yeah. I mean, it seems to me like, you know, in this arena with like COVID and everything like that, it just is, you know, you guys do have an advantage as far as just like, you know, servicing the people who are, you know, bored. Some people are going to, turn around and say like, okay, I can't do X, Y, Z. So I'm going to start working out. I'm going to start going more and and doing this. And you guys can service, you know, those people, the people that are diehards, the people that want to come every day. And, uh, you know, I just think it's, it's awesome. I mean, your parking lot's humongous. So that's why I asked earlier about the outside training and things. It just, uh, you know, it seems like there's a lot of things that maybe we learned from this first, um, instance of COVID and, you know, things that we could do better, you know, for businesses going forward. So allowing you guys to utilize the space that you have outside or, you know, any kind of equipment that you guys can can put outside or any kind of exercises that you guys can do outside is really important. And having like the access to other businesses that are underneath one roof, like the gym might not be mm-hmm. able to help somebody out, but I might be able to line the supplement shop with somebody for something. So... You know, I have a couple of things up my sleeve. I'm trying to work some stuff out with some other smaller businesses that really don't have much in common with the gym, but we can find something to work together to kind of promote the gym, their business to mm-hmm. people in the gym or our business to people that come into their business that really typically wouldn't cross paths. Yeah. So it's nice to be able to come up with interesting ways to help out some other people. Um, and that's the goal. Because we're a super small town and it should be closely, you know, yeah. knit I mean, together. So you see so many like businesses around here that are like pairing up mm-hmm. and stuff. And, and you would never even think like, oh, wait a minute. That's so crazy that this, this person and this person are pairing up on something. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was a lot of, you know, the resurgence that has been happening in Greensburg. Coupled with now this whole diehard local, you know, um, 
uh, I guess we'll call it proudness or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't come up with the right word, but uh, you know, everybody's very excited to, to be local and very um, excited to, you know, promote local, whether it be businesses, different businesses or whatever. So I think that like even just getting creative in any way is, is good for everybody, you know, to pair up, you know, you guys could do something with anybody, mm-hmm. I would imagine. Yeah, you know? we're trying. I yeah. think the, the most important thing people should learn from COVID is that being healthy is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you look at, I mean, whatever science is out there, um, it's pretty much known that if you're a healthy person, um, your body will do better more yeah. often than not. And so your, your, your heart disease, your high blood pressure, your obesity, those are all factors they call you know comorbidities that everyone's talking about that no one knew the word uh, four months ago. Right. <laughs> um, but those are things that people now should be focusing on. Mm-hmm. Um, not just, um, being quote unquote in shape, it's a- actually being healthy, healthy. being yeah. all and around those two healthy. Things are total, they're different. Right. They're yeah. totally different. Yeah. And I think um, places like us can provide you the tools that, I mean, we can't make you, but the tools that you can use to become a healthier person. Right. You know, um, it's not, I don't know, it doesn't surprise me that the country with unlimited access to food for most people has an obesity problem. It's right. not, yeah. shouldn't surprise anybody here. You know, if you have unlimited food for a dollar at McDonald's then you're probably going to have some people who are overweight. Yeah. And, and then that leads to other problems down the line. And so uh, I think what everyone should learn is maybe I should focus on getting a little bit more healthy. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have to become an ultra marathon runner. You don't have to become a power lifter. You don't have to do CrossFit, but you should probably do something to make sure your body is kind of in the best shape it can be to yeah. handle whatever you're going to throw at it, whether it's COVID or throw another, any disease in there. Right. I mean, yeah. Who yeah. knows what else is out on the horizon? I mean, I, w- I would imagine that just like, you know, the, uh, the more unhealthy you are, the worse these things hit you. I mean, like, um, you know, throw it back last year. Um, I quit smoking, uh, back in, the end of February Mm -hmm. somehow I just like had this like inkling that it was a good idea to quit smoking. (laughs) Well, so I did and I did get sick. Um, and I got over that so much faster Mm -hmm. than I would have had I been smoking at that time. Um, and you know, it just like little things like that, I think are just like insane like, you know, amounts of, uh, of good for your body. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, obviously quitting smoking is a great thing, but, um, you know, you do that and that leads to, well, I quit smoking so I can go run. I can go do this. You can do other things and not just like, you know, domino effect. It starts to, you know, help out in other areas too. Like fitness and being healthy isn't going to, you know, it, it could prevent you from getting certain things to a certain mm-hmm. degree, but it, it's not going to prevent you from getting sick, but right. it will help your body be stronger and be able to recover or fight those things mm-hmm. a lot better than someone who's less healthy. Right. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. I think you guys do a very awesome, you know, job keeping up uh, the gym around here and, and you know, everybody... Thanks. Obviously, we've said it a couple times. Everyone knows who you guys are and stuff. I mean, my neighbor, uh, I don't know, you guys, he's on your website, Buck Larry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's my he's my next-door neighbor. Yeah. Awesome guy. Um, you know, I always see him while I'm working. I always see him running to the gym and stuff. 
So it's just, uh, it's really awesome. I know tons of people that go to your space and, uh, you know, my wife included now she's going to start yeah, doing that. Back. So, but, um, maybe she'll convince me to get down there and <laughs> do something. Let's do it. Right. You just but, need a little, uh, just a couple minutes. That's all it takes. Yeah. A couple minutes. That's where you got to start. <laughs> yeah. Start somewhere. That's the thing. It is. It's really about like starting somewhere and you know, like we said, just kind of moving forward and developing better habits, yep. you know, from others. So, but, uh, I want to thank you guys for being on the show and stuff. So absolutely. I was very excited that, uh, we finally got this worked out. Took a little bit of time, but we got there. Yeah, we got there. But, uh, you guys have any, any plugs that you want to drop? Now's the time to do it. I think just plug us, um, check us out. VirtusBarbell.com. Um, you can, we're on Facebook or on Instagram. Um, those tell a really nice story. Uh, but the best way to see it is to come see it. Mm -hmm. Um, Drop in, check the place out. We'll show you around. Um, it's not a scary spot. It's it's a it's a fun place to be. You can drop in any time of the day where we're staffed. Uh, grab a workout, check the place out, see what it's all about. I think that tells the best story of what what we do and how we do it. Awesome, really cool. All right, awesome. Thank you guys for being on, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Thank you. <laughs> all right, there goes Nicole and Aaron. You can check those guys out at VirtusBarbell.com or just Virtus Barbell on Facebook and Instagram. Sounds like there's a lot of stuff down there going on, and there's something for everybody. So make sure to check them out and get in touch with them if you want to get healthy. As always, I hope you guys enjoyed this show. If you did, go ahead and share this. Share this episode. It really does Point the spotlight on local businesses and this very podcast, which also is shining spotlight on local businesses and nonprofits and awesome artists around the area. So if you could take one second to hit that share button, that would be awesome. I'd appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you next week with a brand new episode. See ya.